Well, the common theme, no surprise, it being the Easter season when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ, is woven throughout the passages, the three different passages that we're looking at today, and it's actually a theme of resurrection from the dead. So it's interesting, though, because uh, St. Paul here, as he's preaching in Antioch, he says, um, We ourselves are proclaiming this good news to you, that what God promised our fathers he has brought to fulfillment for us, our children, by raising up Jesus. He's talking about Jesus' resurrection. As it's written in the second psalm, You are my son today, I have begotten you. Kind of interesting. Because, uh, you know, more traditionally as we talk about Christ as the begotten Son of God, as the only begotten Son of God, we talk about this begetting or generation, and uh, it's something that uh, holds true for the Trinity, that God from all eternity has begotten the Son, that the Father has from all eternity begotten the Son, and it's part of the mystery of the Trinity. Uh, and, of course, that's what the psalm does pertain to. It does pertain to the mystery of the Trinity. But in this case, though, St. Paul is applying it to the resurrection, of uh, Christ's resurrection from the dead. The same divine life that the Father transmits to the Son within the mystery of the Trinity from all eternity is the same life by which the Son lives in his resurrection. And I think that's probably... The connection. Uh, and then uh, Jesus in our gospel is also in an indirect manner talking about his resurrection because he says, now this is before his passion, just, you know, the, the evening before his passion. And he says, I'm going to uh, go ahead of you and prepare a place for you. So he's talking about his ascension, which of course we're preparing for Ascension Thursday coming up soon. Um, but it, it really, it implies, of course, his resurrection from the dead. What I want to focus on though for uh, what my own meditations were this morning, and I'll share those with you uh, as I prayed this morning and, and um, uh, prepared for this homily, is, is really it goes from the, the psalm. And it, it's talking about the Messiah and God and uh, the sonship of the Messiah in relation to God. Uh, and it ends by saying this, I, I find this Good or interesting. And now, O kings, give heed, take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice before him. With trembling, rejoice. Is that interesting? So you got these two seemingly contrary things, fear and joy. Fear and rejoicing, and they're being put together. I've always found that interesting, that, that how, that's how the second psalm ends. But if we understand uh, fear as it's taught to us by the Bible, as it's taught to us through the Gospels, um, there isn't too much of a mystery as to why it's being joined up with, with joy. Because there's there's a couple different types of fear. And I've preached this before, and it's something really I don't think I could, I could ever preach enough. I've preached it, I think, twice before in daily Mass. Is It's a... It's really not a good idea to think to ourselves as Christians that fear is always a bad thing. Okay? There is a, there's an irrational fear, um, that is bad that we should, uh, overcome and the virtue of faith, I'm sorry, the virtue of, uh, of courage and fortitude is the virtue that, that opposes that kind of bad kind of fear. But, you know, some fear is bad, some fear is good. Uh, the Bible, of course, quite uh, frequently talks about a good kind of fear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in our theological tradition, we've got 
two different kinds of positive or healthy fear. We've got what's called um, uh, servile fear, and then we've got what's called filial fear. Okay, filial having to do with sonship. Okay, the son, the, the fear that a son would have of its father, uh, or in relation to his father. And they're both healthy kinds of fear. They're not bad kinds of fear. The the servile fear is a fear uh, whereby you're afraid. It's sort of like you you respect God in His infinite power. You respect God as a just judge, and you respect the the law of sowing and reaping that bad actions have bad consequences. Okay, so it's a rational kind of fear. It's not an irrational fear. It's a rational. Uh, kind of fear. And uh, you say, you know, uh, let me not be a fool. Okay. Let me not think for a second that I'm going to do something bad and get away with it. Okay. Um, the chickens always come home to roost and what goes around comes around and it's that kind of a basic idea. All right. And, and it's not a bad thing. So if you're motivated to uh, live a good life on the basis of that kind of fear. It's not bad. It's really not a bad thing. It's a reasonable thing. There's a higher kind of fear, though, and that's called a filial fear. This is now this is pretty neat because it really has to do with love and a relationship of love between the father and the son. And isn't that appropriate, though, that we're talking about the son and the father? Okay, thou art my son. Today I have begotten you. And uh, so when the psalm that talks about the son and the father uh, ends with this kind of talk about fear, I believe it's talking about filial fear. And filial fear is a fear that says, I don't want to sin because I'm afraid to displease my father whom I love. So I have this loving, wonderful relationship with God, and he's good to me. And it's on the basis of his goodness that I rejoice, because that's where joy comes from. Joy is a, is a product or effect of love. I love God's goodness. I love God, and I'm rejoicing as an outcome of that. We enjoy and we rejoice over that which is good. And at the same time, because I love God, I don't want to displease him. And so I have this filial fear, and this is what I think the psalmist is talking about. When he, say, when he says, um, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice before him, with trembling rejoice. And so, my brothers and sisters, today we, we just kind of remember that, you know, not all fear is bad. And the best kind of fear is the fear that motivates us to live a good life on the basis of our love for God that causes us to rejoice and that causes us to respect that beautiful father-son, father-daughter relationship that we have with him uh, through uh, baptism and through grace and through faith.